Hey guys, back on the couch, uh, myself and Joe Davis from Proper Fitness Academy. Hello, Cash. How are you? Good, mate. Good. All right. So we got some pretty awesome feedback off that last one we did about uh, a personal trainer's journey. Um, the topic we're going to go over today is uh, based around how um, the supplement industry and the fitness industry incorporate a lot of um, a lot of information about how supplements affect the body and whether they actually have much backing behind them and plus our own experience in that. Yeah, cool. Cool. No. Um, let's kick it off. So, Joe, what's uh, what's um, um, supplements you've heard of or companies that you've heard of that you find are creating quite a wave in the industry? And uh, Well, the, not so much anymore, but Herbalife was the big one for yep. a while. Um, and then I think they got pulled up with liver toxicity problems or something didn't yeah, like, yeah. there's a massive case about their one one of their products was poisoning people um but you know there's so many out there isogenics um what else juice plus yeah. there's another one arbon. yeah arbon yeah yeah, yeah. and the, the weird thing i find about some of them like arbon is that they go they go so far and wide it's like makeup then protein shakes it's like they're just trying to tap into every market so then yeah. you're like well what's you know, if someone's creating makeup and protein shakes and other supplements, it's like, how much research are they really putting into that? Or is yes. it just that they're trying to tap into that market to make a bit more extra cash? Like, yep. it's just, it just seems a bit funny to me that they're that vast a range of products. Yep. Yeah. Yeah, I agree. It's one of those things that it's such a, I respect it in a business sense of it's profit driven, less yeah. than customer driven it's um and it's one of those things that it sells to the masses mm-hmm. not the miners um which is what makes them so um so successful uh and that's how they probably make so much money yeah 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 and it's um and like you just said i understand the business model i understand the way it's set up and why people are attracted to it and why people get into it but you know there's just a lot of uh frustration that comes like we've talked about just before we press record is like people reaching out to us in particular because we're in the fitness industry we have social media um and just that sort of way of moseying up to you to get you onboarded and stuff yep. like there's just lots there's just lots about multi-level marketing in, in those supplement industries that is has just been tainted now yes i think because yeah. of a, an approach that a lot of people have taken over the years yeah that it's got this black mark against its name now. But like you said, it's a, it's a great business model when you think about it theoretically, but put into practice when people go out there and start doing it and then it's like they've all been coached on the same script on how to get people into their little system. That's when it just gets this big black mark. And then you look at the actual efficacy of the products what and the claims they're claiming and stuff, then you start questioning all of that and then you're like, hold on a minute, is all of this just bullshit? Like- <laughs> exactly, yeah, that, yeah, it's it's honestly my biggest pet peeve in this industry i don't usually crack the shits over anything but that's one thing that gets me fired up is when people start claiming that these products help with mental health they help with detoxification this is this is and they they have backing studies by naturopaths Mm. aren't doctors (laughs) they're not doctors and with these studies of detoxification like what are um, how often these people get their minerals and heavy metals tested? Most of them will say none. It's like, well, how do you know it's actually detoxifying? Oh, because I feel better. Well, that's not a scientific study. Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's like, yeah, things can make you feel better. So could drinking more water or going for a walk. Exactly. Um, and this is, this is only a theory for myself, but I think one of the reasons why people generally feel better off these type of shake diets is because they're drinking more fluids. Um, which could be fixed as just drinking more water. That's a good point. Yeah. And they're losing excess fat because they're now in a deficit. Exactly. So maybe they just feel better because, you know, but they could have felt better just from increasing their water intake and having a deficit on normal food. Yeah. Let's 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 touch on that. That's that's really cool because I love that. Is that... um, the, the one of the biggest marketing strategies as is, is, is comes across as a weight loss type product, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the reason why it's a weight loss product is because each shake might only be a few hundred calories. You have three or four shakes a day, plus other few little things. Um, you're, you're in like a thousand calorie deficit for yeah. the average person doing these diets. So of course, you're going to lose weight. Yeah. But um, you know yourself, what happens to these clients that do that and they start eating normal food again? 
Yeah, they just rebound. Yeah, just, because they just, haven't learned habits. Exactly. Yeah. And I think that's the problem. It's a band-aid process, and and like, I I used to do these posts on whiteboards, and I did one on. Oh, I'm Why haven't you done those? Yeah. Like? <laughs> Where's your whiteboard gone? I know. I need to get it back out. And I did one on. I think it had um, meal replacement shakes in it, and yep. it was like total bullshit was written in the middle, and there was all these arrows <laughs> going to it, and that, and it was it was for that reason, and like. And then I had all these people jump on the post in the comments that were obviously isogenic ambassadors <laughs> and stuff. They were like, so offended. <laughs> yeah, you don't understand. Like, it does great things. Like, I understand it helps people lose weight, but you don't have to... If you're, like... All right, for example, I'm in a deficit right now. For, I've been in it for five weeks. I'm saving money. I shouldn't have to spend more money to lose weight because I have to consume less. Yeah. So when someone goes, hey, I can help you lose weight. It's just going to be an extra $300 a week on top of your current budget. It's like, that doesn't make sense. If you want to lose weight, you've got to eat less food. So you should be spending less per week. Yes. Like, yeah. like, that's where I was getting frustrated. So it's like, right now, I'm in a deficit. I'm saving so much because I'm eating less food each week. Because yeah. that's how you lose weight. Um, so there's that aspect of it. And then there's just the aspect of, if that's the route you want to go, buy off bulknutrients.com a five kilo bag of whey protein and make your own shakes. Yes. Because that's going to cost you a hundred bucks for five kilos or whatever. And then you just make your own shakes with water and protein powder. And that's exactly the same thing that they've got. They might have a few little multivitamins that they chuck in that they sell you for 150 bucks for the bottle. It's like, just go to the pharmacy and buy a multivitamin, buy your whey protein, get your fish oil. And there's your little sort of supplement pack that you've made yourself. Like, and I'm not recommending people need to go and do that. I'm just saying as an example that, these companies package up all this stuff and essentially what it is is just some form of whey protein powder or a vegan protein powder with a multivitamin with something else that they claim detoxes you and everyone goes oh my god it was the best weight loss product in the world not knowing that they were just in a 1500 uh calorie deficit per day yeah like that's where it just gets frustrating because it's like you could have done that with normal food and learned healthy habits on how to cook proper food and just um create a deficit whilst eating normally um yeah that's where i get annoyed yeah mate i i feel you so much as like um i had someone at least once a week i have a multi-level marketer message me and go oh you should would you like to be ambassador would you like to try these products or can i call you about this product and i'm just like no and i had someone send me the ingredients of one of the products like look how amazing this is and i was like that is literally the same ingredients on every other product on the shelf (laughs) of a sub store the only difference is the logo and the branding on the front that is it Mm. people don't get that it's like the only time they become label readers is when they're looking at these uh when they become a multi-level marketer yeah it's like if you just read the label on um you know uh, a normal product of food in Mm. the shopping center you'd find you'd get all that nutrition plus more out of food out of normal food yeah yeah and like you know being able to eat normal food and um i'm nothing against the supplement industry in itself like but supplements are only supplementary to a proper diet exactly proper food um proper this is joe's (laughs) (laughs) just lots of brand promotion Yeah, it's also about living fit with food too. <laughs> but no, exactly that. Like the proper nutrition is so important, and having an understanding of what these products are doing, where they come from. Um, now you look on the back of these products, and they say uh, manufactured in the US or manufactured in Australia from imported and exported um, um, products. Uh, mm. What they mean by that is they've just brought this product for probably like $5 a kilo from China um, and the, the mixes of Voldy vitamins and that. And they chuck it in these massive tubs, mixes around, gets processed into bags. Yeah. And now that bag that costs them about $5 to make, including imported uh, taxes, etc., they're charging you $150 for um, and you're trying to sell me that yeah, <laughs> yeah it's and like, then you got to push it onto other people yeah yeah and you want me to try help you make money off that it's like that like that goes against my one of my biggest core values which is honesty and yeah. walking the talk yeah. I would not bullshit people and a lot of that time it is bullshit marketing exactly um, and, and that's what pisses me off is the when you ask someone about these products and they give you a bullshit answer. Mm. And I think I think one thing of being a personal trainer uh, is you learn to pick up bullshit after a while. Would you agree? Yeah, just when you're listening to people. 
And then you're like, hold on a minute, this this smells a bit funny. This story, yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, because yeah. you have to interact with so many people about so many different issues all the time that you start getting through the bullshit quite quickly if you if you have been in the coaching industry for a while. But that's exactly it. I um, I'm not against people taking supplements. Like I I take Juice Plus tablets myself because I look at the back and I go. There's a shitload of things in there. Broccoli sprouts, stuff that I don't take. Yeah. So, but I eat vegetables with every meal. I eat salad, I drink water, I eat rice and oats and all the whole foods. And then I'm like, but that's just something I just think I'm going to put in to my diet because it might give me something extra, it might not. But, you know, I can afford it and I'm not trying to push it on anyone else. Yeah. So, um, you know, if it's something that you just want to do because you think, because I'm just a massive advocate for eating lots of veg and a massive variety of stuff, and I tend to eat the same vegetables and things throughout the week. So I think, well, that's got a load of shit in it that I wouldn't normally eat. So if that's just veg vegetables that have been dehydrated, blended into a capsule, and I take it, I'm sure it's not going to hurt me. But I'm not out there going, guys, this is what's making me lose weight at the moment. Yep. This yep. is why I've just lost 4.6 kilos. It's like, no, I'm losing weight because... I ate less and I started walking a bit more. Yeah. Um, it wasn't the, the magic tablets, but you know, I'm sure they're not going to kill me if I take an extra capsule of vegetables. But I'm, you know what I mean? And so it's just that honesty, I think, that you just said. And I think the thing that annoys me most about these companies is they skip the thing I'm most passionate about is the education um, for the individual to then be able to go and manage their nutrition and their exercise for the rest of their lives. Whereas these things are just big band-aids for eight weeks, 12 weeks. And it, and it gets that company a transformation that they can then promote and then sell on to get more clients in the future. And that's what pisses me off. It's just that it's like, hey, look at the, uh, for example, I'm just picking a random company name, Isogenics Transformation. This guy did it for eight weeks. This girl did it for 12 weeks. This girl did it for eight weeks. And it's just like, yeah, wow, they lost weight because they were in a deficit. But it wasn't the products that made them lose the weight. It was the deficit and the fact that they just committed to it. And they could have done it any other way. Like we've mm. talked about hundreds of times. You can go paleo, keto, vegetarian, carnivore, normal. Um, yeah, and you normal. can still yeah. lose weight. So yeah, right. um, I think that's what bothers me. It's like no one's going... It's it's almost marketed like this is the only way to lose weight. Like there's the man shape that's out now. Yes, is, is yeah. another thing. And I'm like, I looked at it all and I'm like, just fuck off. It's like, just fuck off. <laughs> You're selling whey protein. You're selling whey protein in a multivitamin. Yeah, yeah. And everyone uh. thinks that. And then, but then, what's that person gonna do once you've got that transformation off of that person? Then you just spit them out the other end. And they're off now in the world of normal food again, going, what the fuck do I do now? Do I have to live on shakes and multivitamin pills for the rest of my life? Or can I eat again? And then they're confused. So it's just abuse of the person that annoys me. Like all my, my perception of it is that yep. it's abuse. So um, that's where I get really wound up and fired up. So when people slide into the DMs like, hey, do you want to jump on this conference call for 30 minutes? I'm like, fuck off. You don't even follow me. Yeah. Like, you've just found me on a hashtag and yeah, now you're yeah. sending me a DM. It's like you've just burst into my front door going, hey, buy something off me. I'm like, fuck off, where's my shotgun? <laughs> Sorry, no. that was a bit of a rant. No, I love it, I love it. It's, that's exactly why we do these podcasts. Um, one thing you touched on there is something I'm very passionate about um, in delivering a result to a client is sustainability. Like probably more now, uh, when I first started in the industry, it was one thing I was like, you know, six weeks transformation, that's how I marketed myself. I've stepped away from that now more to look at how do I change someone's life for the next decade? Mm. Like how do I teach them what they need to know now? They may only be with me for a few months. They may only be with me for a year. Yeah. Um, like the average client of mine would be with me for one or two years. That's usually the length of my clients. Yeah. Um, I want to make sure that once they've done their time with me for the next decade or two decades, they have the right tools and knowledge to be able to continue living the lifestyle that's going to suit their health. Exactly. Um, and that's where I get into conversation or discussion with people trying to sell me these products and going, look, you're doing this to try and make yourself some money. I'm doing this to try to change someone's life. There's as much as money you need money to eat. Yes, that's good. But business sustainably, your business is going to be more sustainable if you're helping build more sustainable lives. People can't take a shake every single day for 10 years and expect to get the same result. Uh, there's going to be a period in their life where they're going to have celebrations of food because food generally is, uh, as much as food is fuel, 
Food is a celebration of life. We use it to celebrate everything, right? We use it to celebrate our Christmas, our birthdays, our New Year's, uh, you know, marriage, um, death, newborn life. Everything's a celebration of food. Mm. You can't be expected for the next decade or two decades to show up and you got a table full of isogenic shakes or <laughs> airborne shakes, you know, like all these different shakes on the table. It's like, this is what we celebrate now with guys. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, you will lose all your friends very fast. Exactly. Um, and that's not enjoyable either. Yeah. yeah, so it's just it's just teaching those habits, those lifestyle habits, and it's it's all about you know as as well as you know people might want to lose weight, but you've got to find that point at which they're living their best life, and it might not you know someone might aspire to be nine percent body fat because they want abs, mm. but when they're living their best life, they naturally sit at twelve and a half percent. And they just need to accept that that's where they're happiest. Because going to 9% is now going to mean that they have to sacrifice things that they currently enjoy. And then the sacri- like actually sacrificing those things is going to make them less happy in the long run. So, you know, it's like really your, your goal of 9% isn't going to make you as happy as you first thought. Because now you can't have, you know, chocolate when you're eating Netflix with your partner. You can't mm. do those other things. So it's like... Um, I think that's part of the education and everything and and it and that's something that just gets skipped with all these you know short challenges and and stuff like that it's I understand why they're there and people feel inspired by a challenge and they've just got a set process it's like all right all I have to do is focus on drinking this shake at this time this shake at this time it's a lot harder work to go all right I'm gonna fucking reteach myself everything about nutrition over the next three months and then implement that for the next four years or the rest of my life or whatever it, that's hard work so I understand why people are drawn to these these other processes where it's just like you know exclude all these foods don't do this don't do this do this do this do this and then it's it's just an easier form of getting to the result that you think is going to make you happy but m- my point of this whole rant is I don't think people understand I think people what I'm trying to say is people need to find out where they're happiest and then accept their body fat percentage and weight there for, for what it is if that makes sense like, I've gone off on a weird tangent. Do a while, man. Keep going. <laughs> but what I'm trying to get a point, get across, is obviously there's there's end ranges where you can be unhealthy if you've got too little body fat. You can be unhealthy if you've got too much body fat. But there's a range in there between, say, for a bloke, 11 and 16% where you're you're pretty healthy. And I think what happens is people always think they need to lose more weight to be happier or be leaner to be happier in that but it's not necessarily the case you know I'm probably happiest living at 15% because it means I don't have to think about tracking I don't have to think about too much and I, I'm just happier there I perform well in the gym I feel pretty healthy um, I don't have to think too much about my food choices I can go out to grilled whenever I want and have burgers and that's kind of where I just naturally sit now I'm in a deficit I have to think constantly about what I'm eating and preparing things and weighing stuff and so even though I might get down to 11%, I'm going to be less happy there because there's so much more restriction on my life. Um, does that make sense? It does. Yeah. yeah. So that's what I'm trying... I, I, I don't know where that ties in with the, the supplement companies and things, but I just wanted to get that point out. <laughs> <laughs> uh, no, there's, there's a good point there. And that brought up, um, brought up another topic I wouldn't mind touching on. Uh, two actually. The first one is you're talking about the extreme results of trying to get um, uh, an extreme type of body fat, body fat percentage. Is that that's a lot harder than people think. Mm. Like as you move further down in body fat, uh, it's it's another level on top of how much harder you have to push. It's yeah. like trying to knock a minute off your marathon time that takes or you know your 10k run like every minute you do gets harder and harder and you have to take a new approach so yeah one finding a coach to be able to help you do that um and realizing two uh having having that coach be honest with you about how mentally hard it's going to be because a lot of people want that result but mm. when you actually explain them how much work it takes mm. people go oh hang on um, and might, like you said the degree of commitment is like a really steep yeah. curve once you get to yeah, a certain point you've got to climb you've got to push like, yeah. um, that's why I say to people like you know, I, I'll give them a 12 week program go look 
every four weeks it's going to get progressively harder and I'm going to make things harder for you what have you got on for the next 12 weeks mm. someone might have um, might have a exam like it might be a uni student for example and go alright well this is probably not you can probably expect to not do well over that time yeah. people are like no I still want to lose weight during that time it's like well let's look at your priorities in life um, if you've got kids for example or if you're um, uh, you know you're a mother you're a working mother you've got a husband you've got kids you've got house to take care of usually you're the last person to eat during the day so yeah. that's where things like meal time and that's that's where these diets um the shake type diets become really well marketed to say not just sailor mums but working mums because it's almost like their their lack of time is filled in by their convenience of being able to have a shake right yeah um which brings me around to the next topic is you're talking about how now you can enjoy uh, well, when you're not in deficit you can enjoy things with your partner right mm. and that's that's a big key point on happiness why a lot of people want to resolve is because they want to look good naked yeah right? they want to look good for the opposite sex or the same sex whatever whatever floats your boat um, with that that is such goal driven I find once people get into a relationship um, being able to match your goals with your partner is such a big thing yeah um, because that creates a healthy relationship not just for yourself but for your partner so if you're if you're stressed about trying to track your food and do this do that and it's taking a toll on your relationship that's where you gotta sit back and go right well what am I doing here yeah, yeah. what's more important is is getting to that 8% more important than me being at 11, 12% and enjoying my life with my partner and having a healthy yeah. relationship. It's yeah. like... They'll probably still love you a bit, Yeah, <laughs> exactly. So it's like, yeah, you got to weigh all that up. But yeah, I think coming back full, like back to where we started this conversation, I think that's just all the stuff that isn't taken into account when something's marketed to you as just do this for the next 12 weeks and you're going to... My 30-day challenge. All your dreams will be made. Yeah. You'll be fucking healthier, richer, yeah. happier. It's like... That's what bothers me, I think, is about the marketing of these things. Um, and then, like you said, getting hit up every week because what's, what I find interesting is we're in the fitness industry. We're doing things to help people achieve weight loss or muscle growth or healthier habits in their lifestyle and all these things. And then we get approached by these people all the time which is kind of ironic. They, obviously, they see us as the perfect person to sell their products because we're in the industry. But we're also trying to teach people how to not rely on products like that to lose weight. So mm. it's like, it's, it's interesting because, you know, obviously now the coronavirus situation's hit up. A lot of personal trainers aren't in work because the gyms have closed. I've been getting hit up weekly by, and I actually did a meme on it recently and it was about people coming into my inbox and it was like a... a get a postcard of some woman looking at a guy going well I'd love to stay and chat but I fucking hate you <laughs> and, it was like, and I was like what, what I'm thinking when, when a LM, MLM person slides into my inbox yep. and I have nothing against the people this is the problem and I had a message off someone who's in the industry going this is a bit harsh like you're gonna like scare off people that are trying to get into the industry and all this stuff and I was like well, I don't mean to life. offend anyone <laughs> but this is what goes through my head and it's not that it's not that I attack the individuals I don't hate the people for trying to make money or trying to build their own little business. And some people really do believe in the product and actually want to help people. So I'm not tiring. I don't mean to tire everyone with the same brush, but it's just really frustrating because I'm over here going, you don't need to live on shakes for the rest of your life. You don't need to do anything extreme. You don't need to be an idiot to lose weight. And then there's someone going, hey, do you want to push a product that says people have to live on shakes and do something really extreme to, to lose yeah. weight? And I'm like, no, that's the last thing I want to do because I don't want people living like that. So it's like, why would you approach me? And then half of these people aren't following you. Half of these people don't even know what you do or why you do it. They're just getting in and they've just sent the same message to 150 people. It's mm. like go away, you're annoying. Yep. And what I think people should do, if, if these people are listening and they want a better marketing strategy, show us you living your best life, taking these products, and inspire us to, to court, reach out to you yeah. and say, hey, you look like you're having a fucking great life. What are you doing? Oh, I take these products in the morning and night because it helps me sleep and do this and this. Wow, I'm really interested. That's a better approach in marketing. It's not selling, it's just, you know, it's inspiring then. You know, if I was watching someone that was promoting Juice Plus and they're like, yeah, they look healthy and vibrant and they're 50 and they're still doing all these amazing things with their kids and they're doing yoga and I'm like, wow, they look like living a really healthy life. And then I reached out to them and they're like, yeah, I take these supplements and it just makes me feel really great. Then I'd be more inclined to chat about it. 
But when it's someone just coming into your inbox going, hey, you're in the industry, I'm in the industry, do you want to sell my shit for me? I'm like, no, go away. (laughs) Stop that. Like, if your product was that good, it would sell itself. Yeah. Simple. That's 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 it. Your product sells itself if it's good. Mm. Um, Yeah, people will come to you to want to sell it. Exactly, yeah. And, like, this this is more from my own, like, ethical belief of business, but I love to support local. Like, yeah. I love it. Like, if you're if you're a local business, keep it local. A lot of these products uh, are American based from um, um, the the major corporations that are owned by private equity companies. These are the top of the people at the top of these um, uh, marketing, multi-level marketing right. um, supplement or health companies. They um, yeah, they might own a private equity form and they got investors in this. They're, they're pushing people to make their money. They don't give a fuck about the end customer. They yeah. don't give a fuck about the person trying to push it. They just want you to make more money for them. Like that's that's the that's the usually not not always, but usually the mindset. Mm. Um, and I think people miss that when they're trying to push, especially now. If you're trying to push a, a, a you know a Wall Street product, Wall Street owned product here in local Perth, it's mm. like what about all the other fitness and health um, supplement locally owned ones that you could be promoting I, like that's where I get a little bit oh I wouldn't say offended but sometimes I'm like look at the big picture what, what are you actually trying to sell yeah. yeah I wouldn't I didn't even think of that like where's the money ending up yeah, yeah exactly. <laughs> is it even benefiting yeah. anyone here is it yeah. benefiting the community more often than not no that's and true. it's like most of the money is going to the um, the corporate um, yeah. the corporate side nothing against the corporate world um, used to work there but Again, it's more so like if you're locally, if you've got a locally owned business you can promote that's a local product made from local ingredients, I, I, I would froth over that. Like, I love it. Um, actually, there's one there's one um, company I, I love uh, the products of, and that's uh, um, R3 Protein. I don't know if you've heard of that. No. That's that's a Freo-owned company. Oh, little, really? Little warehouse in Freo. Pump out. Just an online store. Um, yeah. Um, not getting paid anything to say. This is just... That's just an example of what I mean. Um, you got places like Satmart, for example. Yeah, the yeah. The guy's a WA guy. He's yeah. Out, you know, those are all WA-owned stores. So yeah, right. Things like that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. uh, you're supporting all your local health food store down the road. Yeah. Um, yeah, like... Like a froth over that's true because you can get most of most of these supplements are the same thing just repackage it like repackage so you know if you want to take spirulina go to your local health food market or whatever it is in Frio or wherever you are and, and find it locally rather yeah. than sending money to America like yeah, yeah. through the chain of yeah, people yeah yeah, yeah. yeah. So exactly yeah, that makes I sense you. I didn't even think of it like that and uh, another topic there that got me thinking when you're talking about how these people that are pushing the products like show me your lifestyle well yeah <laughs> I had, I had uh, this is going off the site that happened this week but someone who's apparently knows all the information about these products are trying to push they don't look anything like I want to look they're, they're a good like 20% body fat higher than me and I'm I'm sitting there going so you're going to tell me about your health product and how good it is for you when I don't want to look like you. <laughs> exactly. So, and that comes down, again, personal opinion, but also one of my core values and my business values is walking your talk. I'm so I'm such a big believer on walking your talk. Um, um, you know, being your own business card and being, uh, especially in a health and fitness industry. Definitely. You can't, you, can't be, you can't be a health and fitness professional with a cigarette in your mouth and like a cheeseburger on the other hand you should buy my products well it's like (laughs) I keep seeing this meme go around on social media at the moment it's like look at all the health ministers of these different states in America gosh and Jesus (laughs) and and it's just like they they look very unhealthy and, and yet they're the minister of health for that state and it's like you know obviously you don't want to I don't know but it it just doesn't make sense and it and it's exactly that. It's the reason, like right now, like I've said, I'm doing a calorie deficit is because I know in theory how to lose weight and I've coached people on how to lose weight, but I've never actually lost weight myself. And so I've gone, hold on a minute, this is a bit hypocritical. And because now I'm not doing my proper powerlifting and all that, so I'm kind of like, well, now's a good chance for me just to pull back on the food and stuff because I'm not really focused on performance so much and I'll just try and lose weight. 
Quick question. Um, like, you've always been trying to gain weight, haven't you? Yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that, like, if you don't know Joe, for example, he used to be smaller. So for yeah. him, he's always, he knows how to lose weight, but he's always been trying to put weight on. Put weight yeah, on. Anyway, so I just, on. and obviously in theory, I knew the reverse would make you lose weight, um, but I've just never done it because I've gained over, like 33 kilos over the years. So I've always just been on that growth and performance, like, sort of mindset of powerlifting and heavy and all that stuff, get bigger, get bigger. And I was like, well, hold on, this is a bit hypocritical. I've never lost weight and yet I'm expecting all these people to listen to how, what I'm saying about losing weight. So now I've done this deficit for, like I said, five weeks, four, four point something kilos down. I'm like, cool. So now I'm losing weight and I'm leading the way on how to lose weight and showing people how to do it. At least now I can, you know, hold up my business card, like you said, and be like, well, I do know how to lose weight and I've done it myself and I understand the obstacles that you come up against when you're doing it. So like you just said, if someone is pushing a health product on you, yet they're drinking Coke and they look like, like they don't look healthy and they're not representing the healthy lifestyle that so you good. want to aspire to, then it's like, well, why am I going to buy your stuff? It doesn't make mm. sense. Like there's a, there's a dishonesty there. Yeah. Um, <laughs> I did that yesterday to a more level marketer. I, got, I took a photo of one of my clients, Liv, on stage. And I put it next to the photo of a multi-level marketer and I said, multi-level marketer taking products from $7 billion company versus someone who tracks food and eats, eats well. Did you, what, did you post that somewhere? I, I sent it to someone. That, yeah. I was like, that's literally like, when they talk about evidence, mm. I'm like, oh, all these studies have been done and this product's amazing. I'm like, show me someone at the absolute peak of human performance physique. Yeah who looks that way because of your product. Yeah. There is none. Ah. <laughs> they don't have anyone. Like no one reaches that level of those claims of those products via, without food, without heavy training, without hard work, without like blood, sweat and tears. Like yeah. it doesn't happen. So to be able to claim that these products help people do this, um, without addressing topic. the 95% oh, of yeah, what needs yeah. to be done. Yeah. Oh, and the other thing I get too is, um, when they claim about how it helps mental health, like these mm. products, like they, they? help with, like some some will claim that it will help with anxiety or like you know have a stress in life, and it's like there is literally a whole profession, uh, a whole degrees on psychology. Um, there's even psychiatric places you can go just to go see a psychiatrist about what's going on in your brain. Yeah, you don't need to take a health product, and like you know, and that's where it gets people. People are stressed and they're anxious and they got. Um, but they might have been mentally um, stressed out or have mm. uh, issues going on that are outside of their control mm. and they're so desperately looking for something they latch onto these products yeah. and that's what helps them right but at the end of the day you these sort of people and this is what I highly recommend to clients who come to me with the, any sort of issues like this like, first thing I do is I recommend them to a uh, psychologist yeah. I'm like go see a psychologist go talk to someone because I'm not class. I'm not qualified enough. I can give you, you know, just general yeah. live live well, be happy lifestyle. Um, but that's so far out of my scope, and I'll never try touch on that. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I used to when I was um, first started in personal training. In Australia, I was like, yeah, it's almost like you're kind of like a counselor in a way, which uh, sometimes you are because you're talking to people all day. But you're not qualified in that, so you could be careful what you say because if you've got someone on a product or you've got someone on one of your, you know, your sub products and they commit suicide. You're fucked. Yeah, like, yeah you're fucked. And you've got you're no, you've got no this backing. Is, this is gonna. Yeah, you, you know, you've got whatever. an email saying this product will help you. Like, you know, help me with my anxiety. It will help mm. you too. And they they neck themselves. You're you're so fucked. That's true. But yeah, you gotta you gotta be so careful what you um what you advertise products to do. Yeah. Like yeah, obviously you're gonna feel better losing a bit of weight, going for a walk and all that, but. Yeah, being a, advertising that's such a you know such a touchy thing and that's yeah. a good point like I used to stock um, the ATP products when I was at the gym in Melbourne and you know there was because I, I started listening to all their podcasts right and you know you sort of get wrapped up in this what, what I found what, I'm, what I found interesting was I was listening to all these podcasts and, and then people are saying it's cortisol that 
causes body fat here and it's all this stuff it's like that poliquin stuff is it where it's like you know if you pinch your tricep it, oh, yeah, it, yeah. Mean, it means you're low testosterone <laughs> yeah. if you pinch your stomach it means you're high cortisol yeah, and all you this should stuff. only eat meat for breakfast and I, I just got wrapped up in all of that and but one thing no one was talking about was a calorie deficit like oh. and and just the the basics and the fundamentals yes yeah, so, and so you know i got i did get caught up for a while in this whole like oh well if your estrogen's high it means that you know, you need to take this herb or if your if your testosterone's low because you know you've got too much fat on your back of your tricep, then you need to take this herb. And and look, I don't know if there's any evidence to say that this is actually true. Uh, like there's, I not, there's not for the pork and stuff. Yeah, so, <laughs> so but none. I just got caught up in it because you're just like I yeah. said, listening to people talk about it in a really structured, organized way that you think, well it must be true, because organized knowledge sounds really like factual yeah so then you're like you start adding words like the pancreas yeah and, and then you're like oh yeah so then you start thinking resistance. that but no one's and I, look I, I believe that there is a link between certain mineral deficiencies and an increased amount of anxiety or something like that I believe that you know vitamin and mineral deficiencies can create in problems psychosomatic or physical and all that like you know if you get a, if you have a magnesium deficiency you tend to get calf cramps and eye twitches and all these things so there is stuff that goes on but I'm not qualified to say oh you've got anxiety alright we need to increase your chromine or whatever <laughs> like, oh, do you know what yeah, I mean yeah, so yeah, yeah, when, yeah. when that starts happening if that's happening in these supplement industries then I think it's just you're on a fine line there of mm. you know it, you're teetering on legal problems what, yeah working within your scope yeah. yeah and I think that's because at the end of the day the personal training industry and the health and supplement industry is is not policed um, in that sense so mm. people can get away you know people get away with murder in some senses um, which is sad uh, they're ruining people's lives like that um, at the very extreme end um, mm. one thing you touched on there that I want to bring up is about mineral deficiencies yeah uh, where these products claim to detoxify the body and um, you know make the body function better help the liver how do you know that is mm. what my question is oh because the studies have been done oh cool how often do you get your heavy metals and minerals tested what <laughs> I didn't even know you could yeah. until today <laughs> so that, that's something uh, that's something I do is uh, I, um, I get my heavy metals tested um, and minerals tested so that could be things like lithium mercury yeah. uh, magnesium iron zinc copper all those uh, potassium those are, those are all metals that go into your body um, some good some bad um, too much of one could be you know cause others to go it could be the type of vegetables you're eating um, with how your body works whether that will make one go higher or lower yeah. there's so many different things and there's so many different metals that be tested but People are just listening to what people say about these products without actually doing testing on themselves. Yeah. Um, you can go to the Captain Sterling Pharmacy where they do a mineral test, which is um, they do a scan over through your skin, and that will give you a reading of your minerals through your skin. Um, yeah, yeah, through your skin. Because I've done cool the blood test. test for the minerals, like a full blood check. I didn't yep. know. I actually didn't know you could get heavy metal testing done. Yeah, that was where you just like tell me how toxic I am. Yeah, <laughs> very. <laughs> Stop eating tuna. You <laughs> Stop eating tuna. Yeah. Love that. Uh, yeah, and another thing I do is your blood test. Exactly, you can get you can get your full scope of blood done, which um, that will tell you probably the most out of um, all of it. Um, especially your important ones like your vit Bs and your iron, um, your androgens, your estrogens, all those like. And again, that's where you got to have, and oh, I'm such a big believer on having a good relationship with a good doctor, mm. not just a doctor. And it's like, um, on, a, on a much smaller scale of knowledge, uh, it's like personal trainers, there's good ones and there's really not so good ones. Same with doctors. There's, yeah. there's doctors who are just churning out like, you know, 20, 30, 40 people a day. I don't know if doctors do that, but... You know, they're like half an hour appointments just back to back and their brains are just, they're just hanging on. Try finding yourself a doctor who has specializes in what you want to know. Um, the doctor I use is Dr. Apana at uh, Zoo Medical. Um, not only is she a general practitioner, she also specializes in bioidentical hormones and um, natural remedies as well. So like she's, got a, she's got a really sound knowledge on supplements and how that can help your body not just yeah. rely on them if that makes sense yeah. and, you know, she's not someone who'll go oh you shouldn't take antibiotics because she's a doctor she'll go take antibiotics and maybe try this because it could also help benefit this example and like she gives me um, I find my relationship with her is really good to the point 
where she'll give me really good advice on where my bloods are at, where my heavy metals are at, where my DEXA scans at. So she takes all those things into account, and that's that's so far out of my scope because mm. you know she's spent probably twelve years inside um, working uh, working on education, and then plus probably another twenty years actually practical knowledge working with people every single day on these type of factors. And you know that's that's something that um, I as a personal trainer couldn't relate to like I couldn't uh, I couldn't have that sort of knowledge but having a trust with someone who's a professional who has that sort of knowledge can really benefit yourself and benefit your clients as well Um, and then you've got a referral base yeah exactly and you've got the referral base to be able to refer your clients on and go look there's something in your let's say for example uh, what's the big thing I talk about with my clients so, uh, which would be the pill for females yeah um, I can't legally tell uh, a female that you know um, being on the pill might increase body fat in certain areas um, but I can say go chat to your doctor and see if you know this is throwing your hormones out of whack because you know your sleep might be off or your cycle might be all over mm. the show it's like this is a good time for you to go talk to your doctor and start that conversation about your health yeah because yes um, yeah so that, that's something that I touch on with clients especially female clients um, and I think that's a really good point to make like if you've got if you can as a PT build your little network up of like well there's um, there's my doctor that specializes in a like wide scope of things. Yep. There's my acupuncturist if people want to go down that route. There's my osteopath. There's the physio, and they're, and they're so, all like, yeah. you're like, all right, well, I think this person's the best person for you for this problem right now. But yep. and I really like that this doctor is because that's that's my approach to everything. Is my first stop is has always and always will be nutrition vitamins, sunlight, movement, water, fresh air, all those sorts of things. Yep. If things aren't imp- if if that's out of whack and I feel a bit shit, then I'll put all that back in place and be like, cool, I'm eating my vegetables every day, I'm doing my getting my walking in and yep. all that. Once that's in place, if I still feel a bit shit, then it's like, all right, well maybe I need to go and get my blood test and have a have a look at what's going on, take that to a doctor, and then that doctor might be like, yeah, you just need to have, you know, you got a slight infection here, have an antibiotic for a while. Where's the slight infection just here? <laughs> what, what body part? Only... I've got a sty in my eye. Oh, well, that's, uh, oh. how to get in your eye, Joe? <laughs> Infection. <laughs> <laughs> no, you Tough know. time for personal trainers, guys. You're gonna take take what work you can. Yeah, down the alley. Um, but you know, that's my approach. Is is south of the river talk right there? Address the uh, address all the the what I want to say. People would classify the alternative methods first, yeah. and then you know, Western medicine is still there to be used. So what I'm trying to get at is, I think some people go. You can only see an acupuncturist and a naturopath because doctors are evil and they're going to try and poison you. And then other people go, those guys, acupuncturists and naturopaths are fucking hippies, only ever see a doctor. Yeah. But then I think there's a nice middle ground where you're like, well, you know, I respect um, Western medicine. If, if, you know, if I slice something and I'm bleeding everywhere, I'm not going to just rub coriander oil on it and, and hope it stops. If, yeah, yeah. you know, there's gangrene growing, you go to a doctor, you get your antibiotics, whatever fix it and then you go all right well those antibiotics might have disturbed something in my body now because it's quite an intense treatment of that thing so now i might go see a natural um or go down a more natural route to restore the balance and you know take the the magnesiums and the potassiums or whatever it is that needs to be restored from that treatment so i feel like you know i think living at either end of the extreme is going to negatively affect you in some way Uh, so like what i'm trying to say is that doctor that you're seeing sounds like the perfect blend of we're talking about nutrition, we're talking about supplements, we're talking about herbs and yep. things, but we're also going to look at your bloods and we're going to address things with Western medicine approaches if we have to. Yeah, and yeah. Then that's like the perfect mix of what I think everywhere should be. But sometimes I've been to a doctor and it's just like they're just trying to get you onto pharmaceuticals yeah. straight away and it's but like... You're just a number. You're, yeah, you're, you're annoying me like, because yeah. I'm not yeah. about that. I'd rather yeah. you say, uh-huh. why don't you go and um, you know, eat a bit more of this and take a little bit of this... like this natural supplement first and just see and come back in two weeks we'll see how that's affected you if we need to go down the road of just restoring things with you know infusions or injections or whatever it is that they do then we'll do that and then but then i feel like there's less of a there needs to be more of an integral approach to to people's health moving forwards whereas and trust trust is such a big thing and between and in the you know this this industry alone the fitness industry um there is 
it's very ego driven by um by some do you know what I mean like the, they don't want to talk to anyone else and you know if they're a naturopath or psych or even medical even in the medical industry you know, people are like no 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 they're very very um isolated in their own beliefs yeah do you know what I mean? and it's all um, closed off yeah yeah so trying to find people who are open minded and like that's that's the best thing you can have in your corner is open minded people definitely um yeah big big time and like you say um you know, if you're into your heavy lifting and you know there's a physio that heavy lifts, then you're going to go see that physio for your issues. Yep. So it's finding the person that, you know, is is going to be most helpful to you. You know, if you've got female hormo- hormonal issues going on, it might be best to go and see a female hormonal specialist yeah. doctor. <laughs> yeah, yeah, like, Rather than just yeah. any old GP that's just kind of like, well, I don't know, just take the pill, take the yeah. pill, take the pill. And then there's you know a load more girls just taking the pill to sort out every issue yeah um you know and it's like sometimes i've gone into a doctor's office and i look at the doctor and i'm like first of all you're really <sighs> overweight you don't look that healthy or inspired break the chair <laughs> yeah and i'm just like i don't really feel comfortable taking health advice from you right now so yeah. you know yeah. it's finding the person that suits you best but that open-minded approach that's going to sort of address all areas whereas i feel like people like you say do get too boxed in there's people that just prescribe pharmaceuticals there's people that just prescribe you know natural medicines but you kind of want that all-encompassing approach with evidence results like you've got here that all the blood tests and things you want to like have an objective measure point yeah no i I agree um touching on that too about um the uh, the crossover between the different professions is the guy who did my DEXA, I got DEXA done yesterday. Um, for, first time I'd been there, uh, seen him there, but he's a, he's a dietitian. He actually went to, he did a uh, prac up in Geraldton when Liv was up there at the hospital for her physio. He was yeah. there for um, uh, doing his prac for a dietitian. Um, so she knew him by that and she said, oh, I saw this guy there and when I went there, he was there. Awesome talking about, if you've got, if you've got a little bit of knowledge on you know, uh, nutrition, it helps to talk to someone who's qualified because they it makes a bit more sense to you and what they're saying kind of just puts little pieces of puzzle together so one of the things he was talking about was my um, my visceral fat was up 200 grams from last time I got DEXA and he was like well let's look at your um, you know your high GI uh, sorry your glycemic load versus your glycemic index of food so he said like if you're if you're not drinking alcohol and you're keeping low on fats it's like how can we look at the amount of carbs you're eating because I'm, I'm on really high carbs right now um, and I usually get to the point at night where I've still got you know a thousand or eighteen and two thousand calories of just carbs left and I gotta try to jam all those in um, usually because I'm busy throughout the day right you know if you if, if your job is to train and look good um, then you can structure your eating out every two hours most that's unrealistic for most people that have a business that have a job that have a family like you just you can't do that so he's looking at ways of how i can add in other macros to bring down the total glycemic load of the meal not just the individual food because i'm like you know type of foods i'll eat would be rice or choose a pasta and just like smash down you know 500 grams a day it's like let's see if we can add a little bit of fat or a little bit of protein to make those really slower so your body's not just absorbing all the carbs and taking the rest of the fat stores he said so like yeah which just made you know it makes a lot more sense right. to me when you're talking to someone like that yeah um so yeah, yeah just being so does that affect your visceral fat stores the glycemic index or load of food yeah if you're well obviously you're in a surplus yeah 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 so uh, you need to be in a surplus put on muscle um which i am at certain points of the week so there's times where like i said get to the end of the day i need it jamming all those carbs and your body will only store so much yeah because you only got you're only releasing so much insulin or you're only releasing so much hormones to be able to separate you know absorb that food into your cells uh and, you know convert it over to atp etc yeah. um, your body can only do so much of that with what's left it will have to you know either extreme or store um as fat excess fat so that's what a very small detail, even though I've been, you know, get my steps, get my get my um, training hard and hit my calories in a deficit when I need to be in a deficit. Um, one of the things that went up, even though my total body fat went down, was the visceral, wow. which is um, which is surrounded, you know, by the internal organs yeah. of, the, of the stomach. And yeah. So that's one of the first places that the fats. So go what's to. the strategy moving forward? Um, more so, like brown rice rather than white. More like, um, so adding in either a little bit of fat or a little bit of fiber. Oh, so it's into, not such a high 
blood sugar spike. Yes, from exactly. The fast from from like you know a, a kilo of um, rice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cause I, when I, usually when I finish off, I'll just like smash in all my all my all my carbs um, to try finish off the day. Um, so <laughs> yeah, it's like there's a lot of carbs to try to get in. So breaking the amount, the release of that within the, well, the absorption, if that makes sense, yeah. like just pure carbs. It's like, if there's a little bit of fat and there's a little bit of protein, there's a little bit of fiber mixed in with those carbs, Slows it that's going to slow down the release overall. So yeah, uh, which, which I found really interesting. Like it's something I'd read on years, uh, years ago, but I didn't understand it. And having a dietitian yeah. explain that to me helped me put that together. Yeah. You know what I mean? So yeah, little things like that. Yeah, so when you expand your referral base like that, you learn more as well. Exactly. It just elevates yeah. you in yeah. both ways, yeah. Yeah, very cool. That's why I, that's why I love DEXA scans. Like, I love them because um, I, I do pinches on my clients because mm-hmm. DEXA scans are $110 um, extra if you, you know, and you due to radiation, it's something that you should only get done every couple of months. Yeah. Um, where pinches, I can use, you know, you can do it every week and it takes me five minutes. Um, it's not an accurate way of measuring. Like I first learned about skin folds um, by this place I used to work at that was uh, a Charles Polican type gym. It yeah. was uh, called Biosignature or Bioprint. Um, they always change the name of it because legal battles, etc. Stupid shit. Anyway, um, yeah, and they, they claim that, you know, if you pinch this site, it means that hormone or you pinch that and they always say it's within one or two percent of a DEXA. Oh, so far out from a DEXA. Like, ridiculous. Like, the man, that's, that's what I mean. Like, you, if you believe it's very similar to that cult type thing that you get around these um, supplement companies and shake companies and diet companies um, where you listen to this stuff, you're like, oh, that must be true, that must be true, they yeah. said it must be true. So, you know, you put your trust on the people, and that's you, you've got to be careful who you trust in that sense. Um, and that's where I learned about the skin folds, but now I use it more of a measure of the total mils instead of the body fat percentage, because yeah. I find, you, you know, obviously the less mils of fat you have between your skin, the less body fat you have. Yeah. Um, so that's, that's how I take that measurement now. Um, versus telling people what their percentage is and what their lean muscle mass of that, which is just so yeah, is so far out. You just say this meal has changed. Yeah, on like, this you know, site you by this two mil off your quads. It's yeah. like a little bit less fat. We're not going to give you a total body fat percentage because no. it's way up. Yeah, that's, and I think that's like, like those now. numbers, yeah. like I like I touched on before, those numbers, people get so fixated on numbers. Yeah, that it's completely irrelevant. Really, yeah, it's like whether you're six or seven percent body fat. Does it re- like unless your aim, unless your aim is to be on stage and you and you know you know that your best stage look is when you're at sub six percent or whatever it is, then maybe that's useful to you and, and things like that. But for for the general person in the gym, knowing whether they're six or nine or whatever percent is basically you just want to be like, how do you feel? Yeah. <laughs> do you yeah. feel good? Yeah. <laughs> do you do you can you go on the beach and just take your clothes off and jump in the ocean and you're happy? Yeah. Do you feel healthy when you wake up? Yeah, cool. Yeah, don't worry old, about your number. Life, yeah. Don't worry about the number. Whether you're 61, you know, some people have it on the scales. It's like, oh, I feel best when I'm at 60, and it's like, but you're only like 61.5 now. I don't know. It's like people get so attached to these numbers. I feel like people just need to start focusing on how they feel. Like I said before, I feel best when I don't have to think about my food so much, and I just eat what I want, and I just lift weights, and I feel good in the gym, and I feel a bit fuller and bigger because I'm eating more carbs that's where I feel happiest, but my body fat percentage is higher. So I'm not going to strive for a lower body fat percentage, which is going to ultimately make me less happy just so I I can see more of my abs in the mirror. Like it doesn't make sense. So just find where you're happy and don't worry about all these numbers and things. I just feel like people are wasting their lives. They spend 20 years of their life chasing a number, then they get there and then they go, oh, that wasn't what was making me unhappy. <laughs> like, like, so. mate, I, I can't agree more. Like, you really got to find what makes you happy. Yeah. I mean, like, at a conclusion of how much shit we just chucked on supplement companies, if taking a shake every day or a few times a day makes you happy, just bloody do it. Just don't try to sell it to us. Yeah. <laughs> Ultimately. Um, that's, uh, that's pretty much it. Anything else you want to touch on? <laughs> nah. Uh, we went on a big old tangent there. But, um, I, I think the listeners will like that. It was, yeah. It was good. Awesome. Well, thank you very much for everyone that uh, tuned in to listen. Uh, We'll have Joe back on shortly. Thank you. See ya.